Welcome back to episode two of the Bodybuilding and BS podcast. I'm your host, Nick Trigilli. Thank you for tuning in on the Spotify. Guys, remember, this is a video format as well. It's not just audio. So if you only listen to the first episode, there's a video there somewhere. And I believe you have to have the app in order to watch the video. And this will also be available on Apple Podcasts going forward. That should be up very soon if it's not already by the time you heard this podcast. So today I got a very good topic to talk about. And before we do that, I want to announce my sponsors. As always, Old School Labs. Check out the new t-shirts that just came out, the BS Blaster. You guys can get the bundle. You guys can save up to 25% right now if you guys want to support. Use my code NickBS, as always, guys, at OldSchoolLabs.com. And today I want to talk about Aspire Rejuvenation because they have been taking care of my health for several years now. Guys, go get blood work. Ladies, get blood work. And just because you're not using drugs, you're not a bodybuilder, doesn't mean that your health is okay. If you've never gotten blood work before, well, today's the day. This is your reminder to go get blood work. You need to get it done. You need to monitor your health. It's very important to do these things. And I know it's a pain in the ass. You have to go to LabCorp. It takes like 10 minutes. Oh, my God. Just go get it done. Name drop me. You'll get the best deals available that day. There's no code or anything to use. Just make sure you guys reference my name so you guys get the best deals. All right, so today's title, you guys listening? This is going to be a good one for you guys today. Small steps, big changes, building healthy habits that stick. That's what we're going to talk about today. So in a lump sum, we're going to be discussing strategies for creating sustainable lifestyle changes and the science behind habit formation. That's what I want to talk about today. I know it sounds like way too fucking complicated for me, but I actually know a lot about this stuff because you know why? I'm retired now for almost a decade. I was a professional bodybuilder, if you don't know who I am. And I lived a lot of life, so I have a lot of experience with these things. And this is not telling me, telling me, telling you guys I'm an expert. I'm just telling you guys from experience, these are the things I've learned, and these are the things that worked for me. That's all I'm doing here. I'm not saying these are the only way to do thing, do things. I'm telling you this is what worked for me, and I think these things could help a lot of people out there. Whether you're a professional bodybuilder or just some athlete, or maybe you're a professional athlete watching this in another sport, I believe these things could help you. Now, why? Because it's very similar basically in any professional sport. When you're done with that, you're kind of lost. And I'll share my own experience with this real quick. When you're done with bodybuilding, you don't know who you are. You lose your identity that day when you decide to quit bodybuilding. You do. And I'm getting chills talking about it because it sucks. Even when I was ready to quit bodybuilding, because I told you guys back then I was done on the first episode. I knew when I was done. I was over it already. And even then, it still took me several years to remove me, like my identity from bodybuilding and who I was, because I was also known as Big Nick. Oh, Nick's always 300 pounds. Nick's always got big biceps and big legs, big calves, big this. You don't have that identity anymore attached to you. People look at you different. People treat you different. It's hard to deal with. The people that you thought were your friends, they're not really your friends. The people that called you, texted you, they don't text you and call you anymore because you know why? You're not the cool guy anymore. You're just a regular Joe. So what are they going to use you for? What do they need you for? Oh, you're not going to the shows anymore? You're not doing this anymore? What the fuck do you need to call Nick for? He's not getting good to us anymore. So you really start to realize who your real friends are. And that's the identity crisis within itself. But we all go through it. It's normal. 
as you get older, you have very, very, uh, actually, as you get older, you just got less people around you in general, but let alone friends. I have literally no friends anymore. I have a couple people I can count on if I text right now and say, hey, my house is burning down. Come save me. Probably a hand, like a handful of people, five people I can probably call tops. And it sucks. That's just the way it is, though. But back to what I was talking about with sports, leaving sports and your identity. The next step is really just dealing with that. You got to get over that. And once you have a clear head to deal with the next step, which is, okay, what do I want to do? With the gym, with training, with eating, with chemicals, what, what do I want to look like? What do I want to feel like day to day? Do I still want to put myself through this torture like I was doing to be a professional bodybuilder or a professional athlete in general? Is that really necessary? Is that healthy? Does that have an expiration date on it? Yeah, it fucking does have an expiration date on it. So it's time to really put your foot down and start focusing on what's the best thing for you. What is that? Well, longevity, if you have kids, you have a life you want to live, you have a wife, you have a girlfriend, you have a boyfriend, you have a husband, whatever it is, you want to live for a long time. You don't want to just live. You don't want to just exist. You want to feel fucking good every day, right or wrong. You don't want to go through life like, oh, I feel horrible in my stomach, my head, I'm fat, oh, my, everything's fucked up. You don't want to live a life like that, guys. I want to live a life of happiness. I want to wake up and have energy. I want to have a rock hard dick. I want to have sex drive. I want to be able to go to the gym. I want to get shit done. I want to be motivated. I don't want to lay there just like sulking in my own body and hating my life. Not want to look in the mirror when I walk by one. No, I want to feel confidence. So that's what I, that's what I idolized when I was leaving bodybuilding. That's what my goal was. So that's what I tried to achieve. And it got really fucked up for a little bit, but I'm back to where I feel like I should be. But you have to figure out what your identity is now. It can't be the same person you were. Okay, you're done with that. You're putting in the past. That's chapter one. Now you're on chapter two. What do you want to look like? And only you can decide that. Don't get influenced by other people telling you what you should look like or what you should do. You got to sit down by yourself and figure this out. So that's number one. Now you got to attack how much am I going to train? How much time am I going to invest into eating? Am I going to take drugs, steroids? Am I going to take supplements? Uh, you know, how, how, uh, how much does my energy mean to me? How much does the way I look mean to me? How much does my performance in the gym mean to me? How much does me making gains mean to me? You got to start going down this checklist of things because there's a lot of things now that you have to kind of like think about more than you ever had to. Because before you just like, I had to be the best athlete. I could do everything hundred percent or else I'm a failure. Now you've got to put like, kind of like, you got to tap things out. Like you have to have a max on things. Like, okay, this really doesn't mean much anymore, how much I'm eating or how well my performance in the gym. As long as I'm getting a workout in and I'm feeling good, get my heart rate up, break a sweat, staying healthy, that's my goal now. It's not about pushing my workouts as hard as possible anymore. That's going to take some time to get used to, but you have to do it. If not, remember, the goal, longevity, health, feeling good. That's not going to be possible if you're doing these things 110% still. I'm telling you right now, that's factual. This is not my opinion. You can't sustain it, especially as you get older. And remember, we're moving the drugs now. We're just probably on TRT or something. You can't recover. You can't train as hard. You can't do the things you were doing before. It's just not possible, especially when the goal is longevity and health and feeling good every day. It's not about looking good and feeling good for a show. The one day for 20 minutes, that's not the goal anymore. 
and you'll sacrifice to get there. Now it's looking good and feeling good every day when you wake up, every night before you go to bed. It's a lot harder actually now because now you got to maintain this 365 days a year where before you go into prep and you would focus on that one thing for that one day for 12 weeks. Now it's 52 weeks. Is that how many weeks there are in a year? I think there is. <laughs> but that, that's why it's a lot harder now. It takes a lot more of your attention. So you're actually leaving professional sports thinking it's going to be easier. It's actually harder now than it ever has been for me to stay focused. But to this day, this day right now speaking, it's not hard anymore for me. That's why I'm able to talk about it and ex- share my experiences and tell you guys what I went through, tell you guys the ups and downs. It took me eight, nine years to get to this point since I retired. It, it's not easy, but you have to work towards it because that's how you get to the next step. It, it's a very slow progress pro- process. And some people will get there faster than others. They will. But me, I'm just telling you, it took me that long to come fully around to it and accepting it and now doing it without any stress at all. It's very easy for me to wake up and do this now. So now that you got that out of the way, the next goal is how much you're going to eat. Are you going to still eat five, six, seven times a day and piss off your wife or piss off your husband that you're carrying your food around? You can't go out to eat. You can't do things. Obviously not. That's not ideal. So what do you want your physique to look like? You want to carry a lot of muscle? Do you want to be shredded? Do you want to be like... Happy balance of the two. How much muscle do you want to retain? You know, and this also be dictated by how your health is, because obviously you can't push food hard if your health is in the shitter, right? You got to protect your kidney, your liver, your colon, your gallbladder, your pancreas, your thyroid, all these organs, right? Your heart, of course, and you got to make sure you're healthy. So the diet is going to be kind of dictated by how health your how your health is, and that's very important. First, that's priority, but. Let's say, let's go to like three, four meals a day, right? You want to maintain some muscle. You want to look good. So like a ketogenic diet's good. A paleo diet's good. You know, uh, you can even do like a combination of diets. You don't have to do like so strict of one thing because now you're just eating healthy. I call it grazing. So I don't really have structure to my diet. I have an idea of what I want to eat. And I know the foods I'm allowed to eat that are healthy, So if there's a meal today, right, let's say my next meal is going to be some chicken because I'm craving chicken or turkey, but I want an avocado. I want some fruit. I want some rice, right? I want some fats in there as well. So I like uh, olive oil or I'm going to have avocados or coconut oil. I'm going to have a healthy amount of each thing, portions, portion control. I'm not going to just throw in like 200 grams of rice, 200 grams of chicken. No, like maybe 50 grams of protein, 75 grams of protein, because I want to have fruit as well. I want to have some carbs. I want to have some fats. I don't want just one fat. Maybe I want two fats today. I want olive oil and avocados. Maybe I want three fats. But you know what? It's okay because I'm portion controlling what I'm eating. I'm eating healthy. I'm having healthy food sources. It's okay if you have two sources of fats. It's okay if you have two sources of protein or two sources of carbs. As long as you're portion controlling what you're eating, you're looking like you should, you're a healthy weight, your body composition's good, you're not carrying a lot of body fat, and most of all, you're feeling good on the diet, there's nothing wrong with doing that. There's nothing wrong. There's no rules that you can only have one fat, one protein, one carb. No, this is not bodybuilding anymore, guys. Let it go. You're allowed to have healthy portions of whatever the fuck you want each meal. So I allow myself two meals a day. If I want to have other meals, I can. 
my, my calories allow it, my, my basal metabolic rate allows it, but I'm not hungry for more than two meals, but I like to snack. So I'll have like maybe two snacks and they're healthy snacks, but the snacking has got to be very delicate as well because you want your glucose to go down between meals. You don't want to be eating all day because then your glucose is going to be spiked all day. You're never going to drop weight. You're never going to have a healthy uh, insulin level by doing that. So you want to make sure you're also spreading out the snacks. You don't want to just be continuously eating and grazing it all day long. But having meal one in the morning after I get my workout done, I have my dinner with my wife. We always have dinner together. We usually always have breakfast together. And then I have my snacks if I need them. They're not always in my plan, but I found a healthy routine of basically a lifestyle of what I need to eat every day, amount of food I need to eat. I don't overdo it. I never feel full. I'm never starving. So it's kind of like I have that hunger to be able to like want to eat, but I just don't do it because I like to have more energy. Because also remember, when you eat food, it requires energy from your body to break down the food. So that means you're going to be more tired if you're eating more. So I like to have energy. I like to be focused. I don't like to be foggy. So I kind of base my diet around more of protein and fats, less carbs. It's not a keto diet. It's not any type of style, but that's what I like to do. That's how I feel best. And I'm also satiated that way because I'm not hungry all day. If I have a higher carb diet, I'm going to be starving all day. So that's just how I structure. It doesn't mean it's good for you or it's going to work, but that's something else you have to entertain. Now, how much are you going to train? Your training frequency. Well, that's going to depend on what you want to look like. What's your goals when it comes to aesthetics? Like, do you want to have legs still? Do you want to have big legs? Do you want to train your back and have a huge back still and not be able to fit in clothes? So what I did was I had an ideal physique that I wanted to look like. I said, okay, I don't want to have a huge back. I'm going to train my back. I'll do basic things for back, like push-ups, sorry, pull-ups for my chest. I'll do push-ups. I'll do some dips for my legs. I do very basic things, a couple exercises. I'm not trying to grow big legs because I want to fit in clothes. So the things that you have to have in order to fit in nice clothes is not have a big back and not have big legs and a small waist. So that's what my goals were. So I like to have good arms still. I like to have a nice chest. I like to have good abs but I'm not going to massacre my quads and hamstrings. I like to have nice calves. And as long as I have a like muscle to my back, I'm good. It's just not some like, you know, pancake back, but I want some definition in my back. I don't want big lats. I don't want big Terry's muscles, traps up to my ears. I don't like that look. That's how I want to build my body. You now have to decide what you want out of your body, what you want your body to look like. Because remember, it's not about what the judges are going to reward now or what you need to do to look good to play your sport. It's about what you want to do and how you want to look walking around every day. Like, what are you comfortable with in your skin? What are the things that matter to you? Maybe a bigger back matters to you. Maybe bigger legs matter to you. Those are the things that don't matter to me. So that's very important as well. And also how much time you're going to dedicate to training. I give myself one hour. I set my Apple watch, which is not on right now for some reason. I don't know why. And I set my watch for one hour and I give myself an hour to do weight training and cardio. So some days I'll do 30, 40, 45 minutes of cardio. I'll do 15 minutes of weights. Some days I'll just do 60 minutes of cardio. Some days I will just do weights for an hour and do no cardio. But you know what? I get at least four to five days of working out in, whether it's cardio and training, or maybe it's more cardio. Maybe it's all weight training. It varies week to week. But I always try to get my cardio in no matter what. Like, 
that's always been a staple. Like I usually rarely ever just, just do weights because I get bored with that. I really thoroughly enjoy pushing myself on cardio. We're going to talk about breathing on this podcast as well, how important it is, but we're not going to get there today. But I try to structure my workout 50-50. So 50% cardio, 50% weights. That's just what I do. So I'm always kind of splitting them up pretty much in the middle, 30 and 30, or 40, 40, 20, 45, 15 sometimes. If it's just the arm workout, it takes me 15 minutes. I really don't need long to do weights at all. I can do supersets and just get them done with, get a pump and be done. That's another thing. You don't want to be there all day training weights anymore, guys. It's not worth it. If you have a good amount of muscle, you'll be able to retain it very easily. I do this training weights very, very, very bitch style. Like, it's pussy style. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Like, I guarantee older women train harder in the gym than I do now. But I'm not trying to tear down my joints. I'm trying to have less wear and tear in my body. I want to recover. I don't want to be sore. I don't want to be going to bed like, oh, I'm fucking in pain. Everything hurts. I'm over that. And that's my goals, right? You have to figure out what your goals are, what you desire, what keeps you motivated. That may be different for you. It may be similar. Now we got that out of the way. How to form better habits. Like what's the secret to this? Well, doing a little bit each day is going to add up a lot more than trying to go all in on your goals all at once. It's not going to happen fast. I promise you this is a very, very slow progression. Like all those things I just told you took me almost 10 years to figure out. But I just gave it to you in 10 minutes, 15 minutes. It may sound very easy. But I promise you, once you start these things, you're going to have a lot of setbacks. Your life's going to interfere somehow. Things are going to happen. They're going to distract you. They're going to try to distract you. You can't let that happen. So show up, set a timer every day to give yourself this amount of time to do these certain things. And once that timer is up for that day, time management, that's all you have. So if you're like, I'm going to work out between 8 and 10, that's my workout time. Give me yourself two hours. I only give myself one hour. Now, the best part is if you're done, if you're not done at 10, you have to stop. 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. If you're not done, well, that's it. That's the only time you allowed. But you at least did something. So let's say you got to your workout late. Or maybe you're doing so much that day you ran over the two hours. you got to stop at the time you allowed. Because then tomorrow's a new day. And that goes for any project you're working on. That's how these, like, monster millionaires and billionaires get so much done because they allow themselves a little bit each day on a ton of different projects. Regardless if they get a little bit done that day or a lot in that hour time frame or whatever time they gave themselves, it does not matter. They move on to the next goal because they get so much done in one day, it accumulates after weeks and months and years. And they built like seven different businesses over now over 12 months because they didn't work all day long on one thing. They worked one hour seven days a week for the next 12 months. That's how you get shit done. That's the only way you're going to do it. You can't possibly dedicate a whole day to something. That's a waste of time. Work for two hours, three hour time slots on something and then move on to the next thing you have to do. And then tomorrow, do it again. So time management is going to be very important. It's going to be a very big topic on this podcast as well. But that's how you have to start creating better habits for yourself. Don't go all in on the diet. Don't go all in on the training. Don't go all in on everything right out of the gate. Start chipping away at things. Don't cold turkey all the drugs when you stop bodybuilding. Taper. Taper down and taper in. It's the only way you're going to get to your goals, guys. Now that you're exiting professional sports, you've got to build better habits for yourselves. 
It's the only way it's going to work. And I'm going to really dive into this more, but I wanted to give you guys like a more general idea of how to do this, what to expect, what's going to happen when you try. And mentally, that's a whole other world within itself. We can talk about that more too. And that you're going to have to battle. No one's going to be able to help you. There is no secret to it. You just have to train your brain, your mind. You have to be with yourself, close your eyes, go in a room 15 minutes every day and start visualizing what you want now. Your ideal physique, your ideal day-to-day life, what you want out of the day, what makes you happy. That's so important. Before we go, focus on your happiness. It's not about anything else now. You're not a professional athlete anymore. Get used to saying that because you're not. At this point, you're retired if you're watching this and you're taking this in. You have to figure out what makes you happy. What's going to make you wake up every day and give you that drive again? It's going to take time to find it. You may never find it. Some people don't. Some people go to people go to the casket never finding the next thing that they love because they can't move on. But that to me, that's immature. You have to evolve. No one does the same thing their entire life. Everyone evolves into something else and keeps moving. If you're smart and you're honest with yourself. Remember, episode two, Bodybuilding and BS Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Trigilli. Thanks for tuning in here on Spotify. I'll see you guys next time.